Buckle up, folks. It's going to be a wild one. Trevor Zegers with the game-winning goal in overtime, but not before causing a stir across the entire National Hockey League. We'll talk about all of that on this edition of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for over a decade, and this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Once again, I'm J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for a while. You could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD, and the show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. We have got a lot to get to today. I might not even get through all of it today. Might carry over to tomorrow. Who knows? But the Ducks beat the Coyotes once again. And as you can see, I got my jersey. I got my Mighty Ducks jersey, and I got my Phoenix Coyotes jersey. Now, before y'all get on me for saying the Phoenix Coyotes jersey, that actually is a Phoenix Coyotes jersey. It's a circa 1998 jersey from the Phoenix Coyotes. You could tell because it has the goals for kids. I don't want to knock this over, but it has the goals for kids. I'm not going to show it right now, but yeah, it's from that era. So it is Phoenix. Yes, I know what the team's called. Yeah, I know. I apparently rattled everybody. Apparently, most of you can't even take a joke. Wow. I'm just going to say this to all the Coyotes fans out there. You guys clearly cannot take a joke. And you know what? Accusing Trevor Zegras of saying something pretty heinous, there is a difference between saying something crappy and saying something heinous. Trevor's, while Trevor Zegras may have crossed some line, he didn't cross that ultimate line. So we'll talk about that later on in the podcast. But I want to get to the game itself first. And the reason for that is because the Ducks had just won two games in a row. Their longest winning streak, not only of the season, but in the last calendar year plus. Their winning streak of two was the longest Almost all of last season, and definitely all of this season. The Ducks are a tire fire of a team. You know that, I know that, they're bad. But that won't stop them from getting these key victories against fellow cellar dwellers, the Coyotes. The Yotes, as of right now, are ahead of the Ducks in the standings. So if we were to pick lottery balls right now, the Ducks would have a better chance at landing Connor Bedard by virtue of the Coyotes having a better record by one point. Thank you, Ducks, for allowing the Coyotes to have that loser point. That is great. Yeah. So how did we get there? I should point out that the Ducks had won their previous, their last two road games, rather, against, let, let's go back, against Colorado. That one was Beyond belief. And who was that other team they beat on the road at Mullet? Oh, that's right. They beat the Coyotes. Not only did they beat the Coyotes, they crushed them. 5-2 to two 
at that 5,000-seat arena. So we go back to Saturday night. Saturday night's all right for fighting. That is, if you're a member of the Coyotes and the Ducks. Because there was definitely a lot of fighting going on from both sides. First off, a little bit of shoving from Nick Ritchie. Yes, that Nick Ritchie, former Duck Nick Ritchie, got into it a little bit against Trevor Zegras. A little bit of shoving, a little bit of pushing. We knew that would happen. And then, of course, as soon as Nick Ritchie leaves the box... He scores the game's opening goal because, of course, Nick Ritchie would do that. He was up for this game. We all know that. And then Barrett Hayton got caught holding. So another power play for the Ducks. That did nothing. This is typical of pretty much all season long. Second period. That's when things began to get a little bit, okay, more than a little bit chippy. It got feisty. First. You had Sam Carrick get in there. You had Jacob Chikrin get in there. And then with about six-ish minutes left, that's when all hell broke loose. I mean, really broke loose. Troy Terry had a sure breakaway, but got tripped up by Connor Ingram, the goaltender for the Coyotes. So Ingram tripped him up. Ducks go on the power play. Only 10 seconds into the power play, Did things get just really, really nasty? You had a lot of jawing going on. You had Trevor Zegras saying some stuff to Barrett Hayton. Hayton took offense to that and really started going after Z on this one. We still don't know what was said, but it wasn't the worst thing possible that he said. Nonetheless, whatever he said rattled everyone because Zegras got not only a two... He got a 10. He got a 10-minute misconduct, two for roughing, so Z was out for the rest of that period. Barrett Hayton, he got penalized, and so did Adam Henrique. Rico looked a little bit shocked, but Z was mad. Z was legit mad. This goes back to everything that happened last season, and I'll talk about that whole timeline later. But just to get back to the game itself, despite all those penalties... And despite being shorthanded, the Ducks somehow managed to hold the fort down. Just before that, Max Jones scored. But the Ducks, being shorthanded, the PK was actually very good in this game. Is that more residue of the Coyotes being that bad or the Ducks PK being that good? We know the Ducks PK is not that good. The Ducks PK is ranked 31st in the NHL. The Coyotes are that bad. That's really what it comes down to. So going into the third period, scores tied at one. The Ducks did themselves no favors by getting a couple of penalties. Strom got a penalty and Klingberg got a bad penalty against Barrett Hayton. Hey, how about that? John Klingberg sticking up for his teammates. That's the kind of thing that I love to see. I want to see the new guys, even though Klingberg is not going to be there forever. I like that he mixed it up in there. That's a great teammate to have, even if for the short term. Loved seeing it. Third period, PKs were good. Nothing happened. So then we go to overtime. In overtime, that's when Trevor Zegras magic happens once again. This was also just an amazing chaotic overtime. 
This started because Fowler missed a golden opportunity on a breakaway. It was literally a one-on-none. Fowler blew it. So we go the other way. John Gibson makes a spectacular save. I mean, whew, truly amazing save right there. And this was on kind of a two-on-one-ish. You had a couple of guys get in there trying to make some kind of play. You had Jacob Chikrin from the left side try to get it in. And you had Clayton Keller right there trying to make some kind of play. None of that went in. John Gibson extended his hand out. He barely got just enough of an arm on that puck to save the game. Otherwise, that puck is going in. Arizona wins and Ducks fans get pissed. But going back the other way, because of that incredible John Gibson stop, plays allowed to continue. And before you know it, John Klingberg has the puck once again passing it to a wide-open Trevor Zegras in the slot, and he gets it right past the shoulder of Ingram, and that is the game winner. And you could tell Z wanted that goal because of everything else that had happened in that game. Everything else that happened. Trevor Zegras showed that he is the man. His 18th of the season, game-winning goal, Ducks win 3-2, That's their longest winning streak of the season. That's their longest winning streak since November of 2021. Yeah. The calendar year of 22 saw no streak greater than two wins. So to get three in a row before the All-Star break, that's pretty amazing, Ducks fans. And you've got to be cheering a little bit. Actually, no. You've got to be cheering a lot. Because two two of those games were against the now hated... I'm going to say it against the now hated Phoenix Coyotes. All right. We're going to head into the first intermission and talk a lot more about Trevor Zegras, the fighting. We're we're going to get into that, folks. We're going to talk about all of that after the first intermission. So stay locked in. But first, I want to talk to you guys about FanDuel. That's right. FanDuel is the new online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, and we are proud to have them as the official sportsbook for TLOPN. And there are so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. And guess what? We have two teams for the Super Bowl, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Download FanDuel right now, so you can bet on Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who scores a touchdown to like the coin toss. Yes, that's in there as well. So, if you want to check out FanDuel for yourself, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So, feel free to you know, check out the app, check out the website. Join FanDuel today at fanduel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, 
the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. And once again, FanDuel is the official online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason Hernandez. And we're going to do this now. We're going to talk what happened yesterday. We're going to talk about it between Trevor Zegras and pretty much the entire Coyotes organization. And this is not isolated. This did not just spark last night. It didn't spark from the game earlier in the week. No. This began last year. This began with Trevor Zegras hot-dogging it against the Coyotes. What happened there was pretty abysmal of the Coyotes. Cheap-shotting Troy Terry, getting him down on the ice, and sucker-punching him, which is still not cool. No one here like that. I can't believe how many Coyotes fans defended Jay Beagle after that. I really still cannot believe to this day that so many Coyotes fans would just defend that action. I don't defend or condone sucker punching someone and knocking them down like right to their face and making them bloody and getting them out of the lineup for days on end. That kind of crap I don't condone. Not at all. That's really where it started. And this goes into one aspect that I want to talk about first. The commentary. Remember that last year, Tyson Nash, the commentator for the Coyotes, had some choice words about Jay Beagle and Trevor Zegras and the whole hot-dogging thing and saying basically that Zegras deserved it and that Troy Terry deserved it. Okay, at the time, Troy Terry was not saying a whole lot. Z was just doing what he did. He did a lacrosse goal. The point was to score goals and win games, which they did that day. It was a five-goal differential at the time. Look, if you don't want to get scored on by the lacrosse goal, then freaking learn how to defend that. I say this time and time again. Learn how to defend from those kind of plays, and you won't get embarrassed. That's what happened there. It was embarrassing for the Coyotes. And for Nash to say that last year was despicable. And he doubled down again on that this year. Once again saying pretty much that Zegers deserves all the... Like, he deserves to get hurt. Pretty much it. I do not like hearing that on any commentary. You know, him saying like, not sure if Z remembers what happened last year. Of course he remembers what happened last year. That's why... A lot of the Ducks players are still ticked off at the Coyotes. That's why there was a lot more shoving than usual on the game at Mullet Arena. That's why all this happened Saturday night. Of course Z remembers that. Of course Rico remembers that. Of course Troy Terry remembers that. Of course everyone that was there from last year, of course they remember that. And Tyson Nash is still fantasizing about what happened last year. It's almost as if he was happy that that happened last year. It's not cool. 
I don't like that. A lot of people here don't like that. You can't get off to what happened last year between the Coyotes and the Ducks. Absolutely not cool. Yeah, Zegris is unlikable to a lot of people. But Tyson Nash just continues to dig himself deeper into that hole. Not cool. And then we go into everything else that happened as far as Z is concerned. Once he got into it with Hayton, that's when things took a little bit, actually not a little bit, a lot of a turn. Because Trevor Zegers apparently said something that really pissed him, pissed off Troy Stetcher. Like, really, really pissed him off. First, Trevor Zegers let out a giant F.U. to Troy Stetcher and looked up at the scoreboard and did this mo- movement. That could mean anything. I mean, this movement could mean anything. He's not pointing up necessarily. And yet there was a lot of internet sleuths out there trying to put words into Trevor Zegers' mouth to figure out what he was saying. Coyotes fans were all over this. They were thinking that Trevor Zegers said something about Troy Stetcher's dad. That is over the line. I would not condone anyone talking about dead relatives, like family, like especially dead family. That to me is off limits. And if it, if it was proven that Trevor Zegers did in fact say something about Trevor, about uh, Troy Stetcher's dad, then my mindset definitely would have changed because I think family members, Family members are off limits. That being said, it was reported earlier, actually on Sunday, and this is thanks to Craig Morgan, uh, at Craig S. Morgan, who does a great job with PHNX Sports. Phoenix Sports does a fantastic job. You know, much better than one half of Locked on Coyotes. Craig Morgan had this to say, quote, I can confirm via the Coyotes that Anaheim forward Trevor Zegras did not say anything about Troy Stetcher's father during their dust-up last night. But, per a team source, he crossed the line with some very inappropriate comments. Stetcher has declined comment on the topic. End quote. Once again, that's directly from Craig Morgan, directly from the Coyotes. So Trevor Zegras may have crossed the line. Now, look, I have been down on ice level for several games. I'm down on ice level right now for a lot of games. I've heard some players cross the line and say some inappropriate stuff. To me, there are levels of inappropriateness. Like, this is me being completely honest. There are levels of inappropriate comments. There's what I consider the top, like the worst inappropriate comments is anything considered racist. That's what I consider the worst. I've seen it happen way too many times. We saw last year with a current member of the Coyotes organization, someone that I very much respect 
Boko and Mama. Boko and Mama had racial slurs spewed against him during a game in Ontario. I won't repeat what he was called, but it was bad. That was extremely over the line and extremely inappropriate. That I put at the top. Family members, dead family members, that's next on the list. That I have heard once before. I won't say who said it and where, but I have actually heard that before. That is also considered off limits. You do not do it. Everything else below that, as far as, you know, slurs. Slurs is also way up there. Slurs is right in between racism and family members. Slurs are up there. And then you have everything else. There's a lot of different things that can be considered inappropriate. I've heard several of these inappropriate comments over the years. Like I said, I've been at this for a long time. I'm currently doing public address for the Firebirds. And I do hear the comments. I won't repeat them here. But some of them would be considered inappropriate. So whatever Trevor Zegras said, it must have crossed some line, but not to the level of making fun of someone's dead family. There's crossing the line, and then there's obliterating it. What Z did may have been not cool, but that doesn't vilify him, which several Coyotes fans have done. They have just completely vilified him. And there are still even a lot of Coyotes fans that believe that Zegris did say something about Stetcher's dad and that the Coyotes are covering up for Zegris. Yeah, that doesn't make sense considering everything that happened last year. And considering prior events, it would make no sense for the Coyotes to want to cover up for Trevor Zegris. None at all. As far as the lip reading goes, look, whoever said that first is no John Boy. I mean, John Boy can break down lip reading like nobody's business. I would love to see John Boy get in on this at some point. But don't just assume the worst right away. If he had said something like that, we would have heard about it We would have heard about it by now. The fact that he didn't says a lot. And Coyotes fans, you know what? Have at it. All right. We're going to head into the second intermission. Talk a little bit more about all the other extracurriculars that happened. And we'll get to that on the other side. But first, let's talk about Athletic Greens. Now, this is a product that I use almost every day. I began taking AG1 because I wanted better gut health, more energy, a better immune system, and I wanted a supplement that actually tastes good and would help me on those long runs. And I really began using it full force when I was training for the New York Marathon last year. And I will admit it did help. It actually legit did help. Because with one scoop of AG1, I absorbed 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start my day right, and my day was began really well for that marathon day. 
and it is recommended by professional athletes, trusted by leading health experts, and has several five-star reviews and is used by pro athletes, by trainers. So if you want to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, head over to Athletic Greens. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you've got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And I'm just going to wrap up quickly because we are way over on time. And I wanted to get into the winning streak, so I'm going to save that for tomorrow's show. And I wanted to talk about the first half of the season before the All-Star break. But we'll get to that on tomorrow's podcast as well. So we still have a lot to talk about in regards to this game and I'm sure I will get comments from all the Coyotes haters because I've been getting that for the better part of a couple years now yes I know I derisively say the Phoenix Coyotes well that's actually the Phoenix Coyotes right there you know the old school team from the 90s playing at America West Arena yeah I I jest I'm not doing it out of spite you know it's it's a joke like take a joke guys So maybe I'll toss in a dollar in the Phoenix jar. Fine, whatever. It's meant as a joke, guys. Lighten up. Well, no, we can't lighten up because of what happened. Okay, you know what? Imagine, imagine if you will, that you still think that Trevor Zegras said something that bad. Like, imagine being the organization that supported you know, Troy Terry getting just bludgeoned by a cheap shot. Imagine all those fans supporting Troy Terry getting his face bashed in because of Zegers' hot dogging or hot dogging. And imagine if they would also cover for, you know, that same hot dogging player. I guess logic doesn't really exist for some Coyotes fans. Because that that would make no sense at all if the Coyotes were trying to cover up for Trevor Zegras. Not at all. So, you know, get your tinfoil hats off. There's no cover-up. Trevor Zegras didn't go way below the belt. If he had something inappropriate to say, yeah, that that is what it is. I mean, there's different levels of inappropriate comments, like I said. It's subjective. It's subjective to everyone else. And everyone takes offense differently. Some take it more directly than others. Do I hope that Zegris might chirp a little bit less? Honestly, yes. I I don't think he needs to chirp all the time, especially against the Coyotes because, you know, players like Jay Beagle, not there anymore, but I could see some Coyotes players just plain completely dirty 
because some of them have done that. Some of them have played dirty with the Coyotes or with the Roadrunners. It's just, that's past. That's how it has been in the past. I'm not saying this because I don't like the Coyotes. I'm saying this because this is what I have observed over the past two to three years. Look at Tucson. Tucson has pretty much been in the top three in the AHL in penalty minutes for the past two, three years. They like to play with a bit of an edge. The Coyotes also like to play with a bit of an edge. So it's, like I said, it's all subjective. But Zegras might need to ease up on the chirping against the Coyotes because I don't want to see him take like a bad shot to the back. Look what happened with Max Jones earlier in the week. Yeah, remember that? Max Jones, he took a shot square to the back and I think it was Valimaki using that stick as a weapon. Not cool. Not cool at all for Valimaki to do that. So Zegras... Might want to lighten up on that. That being said, I don't like that there's the lip readers that do nothing. And I actually have to quote Felix Sicard here, uh, who said this, quote, Z's reputation is being willfully tarnished by professional lip readers, an exercise not at all prone to confirmation bias, when there's been zero actual confirmed evidence that suggests he said anything below the belt. People just want to imbue bad faith. End quote. That's not a bad quote. And Felix is on to something there. Trevor Zegris gets immediately vilified for hot dogging. And there is bias from one fan base more than the others. Look, I know there's there's definitely bias everywhere. There's bias from the Coyotes fans. There's bias from the Ducks fans. There's bias from each team's fan base. But you do have to look at what is being presented and what is out there. And what we know is out there is Trevor Zegras didn't go that below the belt. So, you know, just stop it already. All right. Whew. Yeah, that, that was an episode. Yeah. By the way, Z saying F you to the Coyotes. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. All right, that's going to do it for that podcast. I can't believe I talked about that incident for as long as I did, but I could not avoid it, especially against the Phoenix Coyotes. All right, don't forget this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, among others, as it begins to rain right now. You could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. Once again, thank you for making this your first listen. And if you're a Ducks fan and you enjoyed this, thank you so much for your continued support, especially on the audio side, by the way. It is so greatly appreciated. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please continue to be kind. You know, be careful out there. Be kind to one another. And Ducks fly together.